You're listening to Page Star with Lisa Freeland, and I am back today. If you did not have a chance to listen to the latest Page Starter podcast with Rebecca Thorne, please go back and listen to that one. I got so much feedback from you all saying it was a wonderful discussion. So thank you for listening. Thank you for sending in your comments. Um, you can always reach out to me with you know what you want to hear more of. If that's something you like, if you want more author interviews, I'm happy to invite more authors to this podcast. Um, I really want this podcast to serve you, to inspire you and to help you on your writing, publishing, marketing journey, wherever that should be, whether you choose to traditionally publish or self-publish. So one issue is that, you know, self-published authors are never told no, because we are in charge of our own topic that we talk about, uh, ideas that we develop into books, and then how we market those books. So no one is telling us no, the market may say no, like the market may say no. And then indie authors wonder, you know, why my book isn't selling. And my question to them is like, did you do market research before you started your book idea? And so in this podcast today, I'm talking about how to know what is a systematic framework that we can employ as creatives, as people to see if an idea is worth turning into a book. You know, what steps can we take to make sure that, A, this is an idea worth pursuing so we don't waste a lot of time. Um, and then also, so we have a way forward. So you have a path. I mean, there's like the publication path, the editing, all of that, you know, writing, editing, formatting, publication, marketing, there's all of that. But when it comes to the spark of an idea, how do you know when you're sitting on an idea that's just amazing and is going to really do great and resonate with people? Because it's our job as creatives to come up with these new ideas and to push ourselves in new ways to challenge the status quo. So when you look and someone says, oh, there's no book like mine out there on the market. First off, that's probably not true. There probably is a book like yours. You may just not know it. And then B, if it's not out on the market is because, is it because it's not a good idea? Is it because, um, you know, the market won't support that idea? Like there aren't enough interested readers in that idea, or are you just okay producing it just to, you know, produce your book and not worry about book sales? So, so there's a lot of things to, to look at. Okay. So here is this, you know, systematic free framework to assess a spark and see if it should become a book <laughs> or if it should be a blog or a podcast or something like that. Okay. So the first step is concept development. So usually your spark of an idea starts with a, what if, like, for example, what if aliens land and they are activated by noise and they attack by noise. So we all have to be quiet and there's only survivors left and they're living in this silent existence. That's, you know, the quiet place. So that was a spark of an idea. And then they developed it out into an actual story. So the first thing you have to do is explore your concept and refine your initial idea. So what's the genre? Is it horror? Is it a children's book? Is it mystery? Is it adventure? Who is your target audience? Are you targeting adults? Are you targeting children? Uh, Rebecca Thorne and I talked about how middle grade fiction, as popular as it is, it's quite difficult to sell if you are not already in schools because you have to convince the, uh, the child and the parent to buy the book. So that can be difficult. But anyway, target audience, the overarching theme of your book, and ask yourself what makes this idea unique or compelling for you to write and for anyone to read. If you are not interested in writing it, it's not gonna work, it's not gonna work. Okay, the next 
check mark that you need to go through on your framework is market research. Market research is something I always start with, with all of my authors, regardless of what phase they come to me with, because I need to know how their book fits in the market. I need to see what other projects have uh, happened that are similar, and then do basically competitor analysis of, you know, what are the messages that the this market is putting out about books like this? So I understand the framing of it before we even get into the book. And this is stuff that everyone should do before you're publishing your book. So you understand where it fits in the market. So when you're doing market research, you need to really thoroughly conduct market research and understand the landscape of what's already in there. What are people already talking about? What is selling? Um, what is what is not selling? What is, I would look at some of the traditional books on, that I have on the shelf, and I will look at them at Amazon and assess their bestseller status. A lot of times they're not selling anymore. Like, yes, they were published and I bought them 10 years ago. They're no longer selling. Um, so what is selling currently? Because that is constantly changing. Um, so you have to do market research every single time to see, okay, where would this spark of an idea fit in the trend? And are there any books similar? So identify similar books, evaluate their success, reader demand, market trends. I like to cast away the outliers. Like I get rid of the, you know, the, the ones that are like insanely popular because my book's probably not going to be like that. Of course, we're all shooting to be insanely popular, but that's probably not what's going to happen. So I look at sort of the middle of the pack. So I don't look at the people who aren't doing well at all. And I don't look at the people who are doing insanely well. I stay in the middle of the pack and say, okay, what, what is selling decently in this range? And is my book similar? Is it different? Um, and that helps me understand my audience and to see, is this a viable idea? All right. Then you have to consider your story premise. So you have to look at, you know, is this engaging? I said, you know, what if X, Y, and Z happen? Is, is this interesting at all? Or is this just interesting to me? Can I create this into a full length book? Or is this literally just a thought I had in my head? A what if kind of thing? Can I see the book taking place? Um, can I see the type of book it would be? Is this an early reader chapter book? Is this a picture book? Is this a full length novel? Um, what type of book is this? And then that goes into number four, which is outline or do a synopsis. And so really start to plot out, you know, who your characters are, what do the chapters look like? What is, what is, how is the story going to progress? So you can kind of see, you know, what type of narrative structure do you want? Do you want first person? Do you want third person? Like, how do you see this happening? Um, and then that will let you evaluate and say like, okay, no, I, I could definitely see this going. And your, your brain will really start to get crackling. Number five is personal passion and commitment. How committed are you? You are going to be so sick of this book by the time you're done. How committed are you to this book? How much do you love this book? My book, We Walk Through the Forest, is based on the, the rhyme that I made up when I was out in the forest with my children. So it's beloved to me. It, it contains, it's not just a book. It is memories of my time with my children when they were young and exploring the forest and really just having adventures every day. So my personal passion, all time high, my commitment to seeing it through 150%. So because of that, 
it makes it so much easier for me to work on the book, uh, continue to uh, find new ways to market it, continue to reach out to people. Um, I have so much passion behind it that that is that fuels a lot. And so you need to assess, you know, how committed are you to this title? If, you know, I spoke with a, an author friend of mine yesterday and she's like, look, I'm not here to get rich. Like, I don't really care. I want to put out kid lit that inspires people, that connects with people, and that I enjoy creating. Great. If you know that, and that is your goal, that is your personal goal, then you should look at all of your book ideas with that as the framework and say, it's okay if it's not a bestseller. It's okay if I recoup, you know, $1,000 on this a year. I don't really care. What I want to do is write this story then that's what you should do. If you're like, no, I need to make this amount of income and this and this and this, you're going to have a different approach. You're going to need to write to market, assess the trends and really, you know, model your writing after what's, what's selling right now. Um, so yeah, just consider all of that. And then the final one is consider the publishing potential. So are you going to pitch traditional outlets? Are you going to self-publish? Um, what are you going to do? If you were to pitch a traditional uh, publication or an agent, if you were to pitch literary agents for this, use that thinking no matter what. So it's a really good exercise to put together your agent pitch, your literary agent pitch, because that will help you outline exactly why your book is unique in this market and why it's so needed and even if you decide not to traditionally publish, you now have this and you can put it forth on your Amazon sales page, all that. It's already done. It's already written. Um, that's what, again, what I did with Walk Through the Forest. I did pitch this to traditional agents um, and they're like, yeah, this looks great, but um, not for us. So, but I already had all of that content ready to go. And I had the passion and the commitment to take it through to see to completion. Okay. So those are the six steps. So really, you know, trust your gut on this. It's easy to talk ourselves out of good ideas, but it's also just as easy to pursue ideas that we think are really good, but we haven't put any brakes on, on the system to be like, Hey, is this really good idea? Are books like this selling at all? Um, do you have an idea of where your book fits in the market? Do you have an idea of how you're going to market this book? Once you're done, it's really easy to get caught up in the excitement of our next idea and our next idea. And, oh, I want to share this. Oh, I want to do this. And then it becomes really difficult to sell because we've never thought about how we were actually going to sell the book in the first place. So, you know, we have to, as, as much freedom as we have as independently published authors or self-published authors, you do still have to think about who is going to consume this, who is going to read this, how is it going to affect them? How will they want to share it with other people? Will they be excited to read it again and again? Will they recommend it to somebody else? Um, and, you know, keeping your target reader in mind with absolutely every book that you write to put out things with intention and not just because it's, you know, a sunny day and I'm feeling good and I want to move forward with this idea, which is also tempting, tempting. I understand. All right. That is it for me today. Um, if you have any ideas for what you would like me to discuss, please feel free to reach out to me. Links are down below. You can send me an email or connect with me through my website, lisaferland.com. Um, this is all available on lisaferland.com backslash page starter. 
So you're welcome to contact me there and uh, hope you are well. Thank you for listening to Page Starter. So happy you're here.